As we approach the end of summer, we all know what's coming. And I don't mean pumpkin spice anything, although I was totally eyeing my normal protein powder in the pumpkin spice flavor the other day when I picked up my classic chocolate peanut butter, which if you know, you know, chocolate peanut butter is the way to go, but that's not what I mean. And look, if you've been to Hobby Lobby, you know that it's already Christmas basically. But what I'm actually talking about is the hustle of the back to school season, whether you're in it already or you haven't quite gotten there yet, but you're about to. I want to make sure that this year your back to school season didn't actually convert into massive amounts of stress. As you know, I am going to be launching the back to school series right here on this podcast very, very soon, starting Monday, August 21st, all the way through Friday, August 25th. I'm going to be sharing my best tips and strategies for easing into the back to school season without the overwhelm. So you can actually look forward to it or start enjoying it if you're already deep into it. This series is created specifically with you in mind to help you overcome the common hurdles and challenges that you face and that I face too when we're transitioning from summer back into the busy school season. Episodes are going to be releasing every single day at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, again, Monday through Friday, August 21st through the 25th. Here's a little sneak peek of what you can look forward to. First of all, we're going to be going into structuring your time blocks to be able to fit this busier season to make sure that you're really staying hyper-focused on the most important things, how to move away from to-do list and towards a repeatable automated weekly system that includes your kids getting to and from school and all of the activities, plus organizing school lunches and backpacks, my after-school routine, how to connect with your kids when school starts and they feel like they're gone all of the time, Plus, we're going to have a really incredible bonus episode full of panel guests chatting all things homeschool for those of you that are really deep into your homeschooling lives. Let's not forget the most exciting news of this entire back to school series. It's that Systemize Your Life is going to have its biggest sale of the entire year. That's right. The back to school sale is going to be kicking off at the exact same time. You've been waiting for it and it is finally here. Starting first thing Monday morning for an entire seven days, you're going to be able to use the code back to school at checkout to not only snag a massive discount, but also to scoop up the most incredible bonuses we have ever offered. I can't wait to kick off the back to school series and the biggest sale of the year with you starting Monday, August 21st. Set your timers, put it in your calendar, put it in your paper planner, be there with me. All right, what do you say? Let's dive in to all the goodness that we have in store inside of today's episode. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock-solid plan for our personal well-being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, if you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the Hot Mess Express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves, dig in, and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. (music) 
Okay, today we're going to be talking about 15 ways to gain momentum at home in your house and all the things that you're trying to do there with your life so that you can reverse that super unproductive hot mess express that cycle of like being in a hamster wheel and you feel like you can't get off and you're just running, 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 running. Nothing's ever really even getting done as you're trying to juggle all the things with your life, with work, with home, your business, all the things that you're doing, right? The kids and now obviously back to school stuff, which we're going to dive into that, as you know, next week. But I sat down. First of all, let me just say that I have to redeem myself in this episode because um, a couple episodes ago, I give you guys like a long list of things and I just straight up like skipped four of them, which you already know that. I did not know that. Uh, one of our interns that does our blogging for us was like, um... <laughs> what should I do? And I was like, oh my gosh. So sorry about that. Today, I actually am going to give you all 15 ways or ideas. And these really are just things for you to think about. There's so many different ways that you can gain momentum. And momentum simply is just like, let's start moving in a direction that we want to go that's going to push us closer and closer and closer and closer, right? So as you get going, it might feel a little bit hard, but the more you do consistently thing after thing after thing after thing, and you keep adding to it, the more momentum you gain, the easier it becomes. Unlike the massive amounts of running that I did at the gym today. Well, outside, it was super hot. And I just was like, in the middle of it, I was like, where is my momentum right now? <laughs> I'm tired. This is hard. Like it was hard, but I was super proud of myself. And I will tell you, this is a side note. If you, This is a total side note, but I just feel like I need to say this. I, if you are not working out consistently, it's the number one hack. I've talked about it on this show so many times, but like, I didn't even, that's not even my list today. It should be, it should be number one thing. Try working out more often. You're like, yeah, but where do I find time? That is for another podcast episode. But today I really want to talk about how as a work from home mom, specifically, what different things that you could be doing to gain momentum. And honestly, it's not like these are new ideas, but you're going to start thinking of your choices and the decisions that you make, the actual work you get up and do very, very differently. Okay. Some of these things you might not be doing at all. You maybe never even thought of, but some of them might be like, that light bulb moment, some of them might spark inspiration or creativity inside of you and make you want to go and start moving in the direction that you want to go. So whatever it is that's keeping you from being unbelievably productive, no matter how far away that seems for you right now, you might be the most productive you've ever been because maybe you're a student of mine already and you're listening, or maybe you've listened to every episode and you're hardcore and you've implemented, or maybe you're the furthest away from it that you've ever been and you just started listening or you've been listening for a long time, but you've had a hard time implementing. It doesn't really matter. There's always levels of being more productive. And this is for you, no matter where you're at on that spectrum. These things actually encouraged me as I was writing them out. They're things that I think about on a regular basis when my momentum begins to backslide or becomes a little slower or things feel stagnant or I feel like I'm getting behind. 
These are the things that I look at in my own life. So we're going to go through these pretty quickly. I have 15 minutes of them. And if you do the math, if I only talk for one minute on each, that's 15 minutes. So we've got to, we've got to do some work here. So on your piece of paper, number one through 15 with a couple lines in between, in case you want to take some notes. Number one is to set some really clear goals. I want you to define what it is that you're working towards. If you don't know what you're working towards, either in work or in your home, both segments of your life, right? Then it's aimless. It's pointless. And I shouldn't say it's pointless. It's not pointless, right? But it is aimless. It doesn't have direction. There is a point. There's a reason for what you do every day, but it might not actually be what you want it to be. Okay. So make sure you write that down from there. If you're like, Oh my gosh, I totally love this. This is totally it. This is what I've been missing. Then break those down into smaller achievable tasks that will give you even more clarity as you move forward. Number two, create dedicated spaces. Specifically, let's talk about a dedicated workspace. No longer are you just working all day long from anywhere. Now, I will say that ever since I moved into my new house, we intentionally created this home for our current culture. I almost said for me, but it wasn't, it's not really for me. It's for the the current culture. (laughs) That sounded really bad. I mean, but like, you know, my, I work from home. And so we intentionally created that space, but I think that's just what's on my mind because we intentionally created space for my husband and for the girls. So we did, we, we created this space intentionally for all of us. But when I'm thinking about me, I really carved out four, maybe five solid sitting spaces where I could work. Now that was not the case in the, in the house that I was in before I had one space and it was that space only. And I would move from like there to like a different chair. And sometimes I try to work from like my bed if I just needed a place to relax, but it didn't really work. Okay. So you definitely want to start with like one dedicated space, get a feel for that, start training yourself, go all in. And you can also have dedicated spaces for your kids, for their homework, for where the lunch boxes go. Dedicated spaces are legit. They are the bee's knees. That one is super powerful. Let's move on. Number three, establish routines. We talk about this all the time and I'm just going to go really high level. Having consistent, like it could just be three to five things that you stack together, right? You've heard people talk about habit stacking, but I don't like talking about it like that. I love because habits make make you feel so pressured to do this thing all the time. And routines are done routinely. They are done over and over and over again, but it's okay to switch them up. And I feel like when I hear the word habit, it's like something that has to be done. It feels a little bit too definitive to me. I don't know. I'm splitting hairs here probably, but routine stacking to me and establishing a routine can just be three to five things that you put together that you're going to train yourself to do every single day, insert a specific time of day, right? Look at the beginning of every single one of your five time blocks and put a routine stack in there. Put a routine specifically that says, what do you do when you wake up in the morning? That's your first routine. Could be your get ready routine. It could be a workout routine. It could just be a simple morning routine and it has all of that in there. It's whatever tickles your fancy, right? But those things are going to give you so much momentum throughout your day. Number four, 
prioritize all of your tasks. If you don't already have a fully developed home management system and you're not using mine or you're not using one that you really love, the best place to start is by using my brain dump method and really prioritizing what needs to be finished with the one, two, three method. If you don't know what I'm talking about and you've never heard of that, go all the way back to episode three, somewhere between three and eight. I think it's episode number three. You want to look at that. Okay. Cause that is such a game changer, especially if you're hard on the list making right now. Number five, time blocking. If you're not using time blocking already, it is going to give you so much momentum. I teach specifically a five block method, which if you are old school around here, you used to be able to go over to the website and download it, but now you have to go into our Facebook group to get it. (laughs) We didn't want to pull it. We pulled it from the website. We've got other really incredible resources for you, but if you're still interested in looking at a workbook that we have for my time block method, you can go over to our Facebook group and you can grab it in there. It's a download uh, free inside of that community. Okay. Just time blocking. We've talked about it enough. Start doing that. If you're like, heck yeah, that's what I'm super into. That's the one thing I'm going to take away. Then focus on that and go in on that. Number six, set boundaries. What does this have to do with gaining momentum? (laughs) I, I giggle because the whole reason you are stuck in an unproductive cycle is likely because you have no boundaries. Your kids don't do what you ask of them. Every single time you do something, someone undoes it behind you. You don't know how to say yes to the right things. You say yes to the wrong things. It's not about knowing what to say no to. It's about knowing what to say yes to. I have talked about that since before I really even started this business. It was like the first video that I ever created. It's somewhere back in the archives. But it's so important that you know how to set boundaries and even with yourself. One of my biggest boundaries that we're still working on in my family is work blocks are serious. And like, great example, I was upstairs in my office working. I heard Blaine come in with the kids and Bailey said, where's mom? And he was like, oh, she's upstairs in her office. And I was like, okay. So ding, 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 ding. knock, 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 knock. And I sat there for just a second. I was like, what is going to happen? And then it was like, bang, bang, bang bang mom are you in there so we did the whole thing and like later on I said to Blaine I was like hey I'm like maybe just maybe (laughs) maybe another idea instead of telling her where I am and then it just being a free-for-all for for going in there because it derailed me for like an hour and a half there were so many things that she needed it was like the thing and it was a thing you know I want mom to do it was like a thing right and you know I'm okay with that and I don't have to be hard nosed. And if I really do, I will leave the house. But generally speaking, if I were to cross that boundary all the time with my work blocks, I would be staying up late every single night of my life, which we have had seasons like that. I'm actually recording this podcast episode really late at night, um, but not due, not due to that, due to some other things uh, that fell on my plate this week. So, I just said, hey, you know, maybe something else that you could say is mom is home. She is working in her office, but we need to respect her space and she's going to be done working at five o'clock. Do you want to set a timer or 
she'll be done whenever we start cooking dinner. What would you like to do instead? How can I help you? I'm like, redirect, 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 redirect. Or you can say, I'll go with you and you can give her a hug and then insert the thing that she's really looking forward to doing, right? It's that positive redirection. And we're still really working on that over here and what that looks like and what those boundaries are. And then I have to respect that too and understand that if on another day I come out and I'm just like, oh yeah, whatever, it's fine. It's confusing to other people on when is the work block hard and fast and when is it not, right? So always looking at what those boundaries are that needs to be met for you in this specific season are super, super important. Number seven, I think we're on number seven, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Delegate and outsource. I think it just gave some really great examples of what that might look like. But whether this be in your business or if this is in your house, I am all for. Listen, if you are following anyone online, any influencers, any coaches, any anything, and they are telling you to do all the work for your family and do all the work for your kids, I highly suggest that you ignore that piece of advice. I've seen so many people share all the things that they do. And sure, I guess that's honorable and all, but you're run ragged, you know, and, and I honestly think that it's doing a disservice one to our children by not giving them responsibilities and expecting that they uphold those responsibilities, guiding them, teaching them, showing them how to meet responsibilities. And two, do you know what kind of relationship you can encourage between your husband and your children when you don't just freaking do everything for him all the time because he doesn't do it like you or because he doesn't understand or because the kids don't like it. And I'm guilty as charged for sure. I mean, it's easier. The kids like it better. He likes it better. We all like it better. But if I was just constantly doing everything for my husband, he would be missing out on some of the most special moments that he's ever had with his kids. So I think it's really vital for you to highly consider outsourcing things to the other people in your house, even if they put up a good fight for a while, they will get over it. Number eight, we just talked about this one, but I had to say it again, is to use technology wisely. If you want to gain momentum, delete your social apps. The end. No, there's also, you know, another really cool side of this is is just understanding technology and leveraging it the correct way. So specifically, we'll talk about two pieces of technology. One for your home is your Google Calendar. If you're not already using that either, through your iPhone calendar connected to your Google Calendar or just your Google Calendar in general, right? If you're not already using that, you absolutely should be. It's part of the hybrid method that I teach inside of my home management system coupled with your paper planner and your Google Calendar because it is 2023 and that is very important. We do not need a paper planner carried around with us at all times because it's not shareable. Even if it was cute and you had a cute backpack, I saw a gal at a gymnastics the other day. This cute little mom. She was doing all of her things and she was writing lists in her paper planner. And I just wanted to be like, hi, do you want to listen to my podcast? <laughs> I don't though. I don't say anything. I'm, I am strangely introverted in person, just so you know, it doesn't seem like it after probably almost 400 episodes on the podcast, but I really am. I think it is vital that we have this hybrid method and you get very well versed in your Google Calendar because then it is accessible by other people. It's shareable. 
the automations are endless. And then two, the technology that you should be leveraging for your business is MeisterTask. And the funny thing is, is a task management software program that's very much like Asana, a, a Trello board, the whole thing. It's very much like that. And the more I talk about it on here, which we are going to start talking about it a lot more in other avenues, you guys are going to get to here in the future, know a lot more about my business system. So get excited about that. I've had so many people reach out and be like, oh my gosh, thank you for sharing this with me because this is so much easier to navigate. And it really, really is. And once you understand how to organize your work in a way where it is categorized by daily, weekly, monthlies, your content, your events, your projects. Like once you get all of this and your content, once you get all of this like dialed in, there's no stopping you. Number 10, let's make, nope. See, I almost did it again. Number nine, batching tasks. Now, home and business alike, that's what the time blocking is for. Start batching things inside of the time blocks in the correct time block where they belong. Get really specific about what you're doing. Stay unbelievably focused. Do them in a in a strategic way and even in, in your business, right? Like we're not just creating to-do lists, trying to get a bunch of stuff done. Start looking at your to-do list and figure out what can I group together? Like why do you have errands on 45 different times in your week? Like put them all together and do them all at once, right? That's what I'm talking about here. And maybe you break up your meal prep between two days. I used to do that because it was it was a lot, but I wasn't doing it haphazardly all over the place, right? And same thing in, in your business, if you're running your own business or if you're working for somebody else and they just gave you a whole bunch of stuff on your lap to get done, start batching things together. Now, batching can look different for every single person, which would be really fun to do an episode on batching and how I do it because I feel like I do it very differently than other people. It works best for me that way. It's the way that I have it organized, not necessarily the way that I produce or create. I don't technically batch much of anything. Um, Like when I sit down to do the work in my business or really in my home, except for like the meal prep, I do batching with that for sure and cleaning. Obviously, I don't just like I'm not just cleaning constantly. So I do batch that. But for the most part, everything's kind of done in real time or close to it. But it is a beautiful thing. Let's move on to number 10 self care. I don't use this word very often. But just making time for you is going to allow you to in so many different ways we can describe how this will help you to gain momentum. But let's just insert working out here as your first form of self-care. Because I said I didn't actually put that on the list, we're just going to put it in this one. Another thing that I've been loving is, and I've, well, let me say this. One thing that I have always loved is getting up and getting ready in the morning, not being in my pajamas. I don't always do like makeup um, or always do my hair. Although most of the time when people see me, it is done, but not always especially now with the gym in my life. I'm like, oh gosh, this is all just going to sweat off tomorrow. So I'm working on that. I'm working on what that looks like for me. There's just something so magical, like the transformation that happens inside of you whenever you just, you feel so empowered when you just took 15 minutes of your entire 12 to 16 hour day that you're giving to other people and gave to yourself. Like it's such a real thing. I saw this 
guy that was talking about it was an ad and it caught my attention because he was like real bold and aggressive in my face. I was like, what is this guy? And he was specifically talking about how moms won't take the time to really portion out their meals, but they will measure their dog's food and like portion it. He's like, you'll do this for your dog, but you won't do it for you. And it had me in stitches. I was like, that is actually so accurate and freaking hilarious. So don't be that gal. Make sure that you're focused on whatever your hobbies are, your interests, your personal growth, something that is engaging for you, even if it's reading a book or doing your nails. I don't care what it is. I often talk about self-care being all of the foundational parts of the home management system because those things are sustainable and they allow you to create the time to pour into yourself and your hobbies. But I just wanted to talk about this one uh, briefly. Ooh, number 11 is so good. You are going to want to work on this if you haven't started already. One of the best ways that you can gain momentum in your home is to become more flexible. Or if you're all the way on the other side of the spectrum and you are too flexible, let's just bring you all right here in the happy middle. And what I mean is when you set up all these fancy plans and something like a curveball gets thrown your way, who cares? You know, like it's going to be okay. Sometimes your plans might need to change because of, you know, all the things. It's important to do what I always talk about, which is improvise, adapt, and overcome. And if you're too loosey-goosey because you don't want to commit to things because of this very reason, I highly encourage you. (sighs) I'm feeling saucy today because I was about to say get over yourself, but it's not really that. That's a little harsh. I really think it's important for you to understand that it's okay if you fail at this. So keep trying. Keep trying to put plans in place and and build some resilience inside of yourself whenever things don't go according to how you wanted them. It doesn't mean anything about you or how good of a job you're doing. Like it's life. It happens. Okay. So be in that real sweet spot of being flexible. Number 12, create time for yourself. Now we talked about this with self-care But what I want you to really think about when I say creating time for yourself, when you sit down to craft out your time blocks, I don't want you just thinking of where can I squeeze in self-care. I really want you to think about how are you creating time for yourself? And this is so hard. I mentioned it recently. I just restructured all of my time blocks in order to extend my AM block by two hours. So I can go to the gym every single day, not just two or three days of the week. And I'm getting used to it. Things are adjusting. Like it feels hard. Two hours is with the commute. It's like everything all in. Right. So in my mind for so many years, I've been like, I'm losing two hours. And that is what I'm trying to say is don't think of it like that. And it's hard. It's really hard but it will give you so much momentum. Number 13, connect with others. Get out of your isolation barrier (laughs) to all people because you are a mom and everyone's kids are sick and it takes 5,000 years to get connected. If you're a super social person, you might not have this issue, but whether it be our online community, 
which I love so much. And I love connecting with the the women that listen to the show. I would love to connect with you if you're not already over there. Find find anything. Find stroller groups that walk the sidewalks in your neighborhood. Wherever you go, like just take that next step to connecting with people because so many negative things happen to us when we are in isolation and when we begin to open up and share we realize that we aren't so incredibly different we don't have things backwards we don't have things all wrong and our lives aren't as terrible as we think they are and that has an incredible influence on us number 14 only two mords to go One thing that I want you to do after you've kind of looked through all of these, here's one, if you're like, yeah, I'm doing all those. Here's one that you may have not thought about before is going back and reevaluating periodically. So assessing your routines and looking at where is your productivity lacking? Maybe go listen to the episode just before this one that talked about how to reorganize your phone to make you more productive. I mean, whatever it is, right? There's all different areas that we can assess. But just be diligent about sitting down and collecting data, looking at the information, because without it, there is really no way for you to grow, for you to gain that momentum, and for you to get unstuck out of that cycle of being unproductive. Number 15, last but certainly not least, is the hardest thing for so many of us to do, including myself, is to celebrate achievements. At a girl, you did it. You should have seen me in the gym today when I did the things and I did the things alone. It was like a really long run. It was a really long row. And then it was another really long run. It was like a, it was a, an honor workout in memory of like a fallen soldier or military person. And I was super, super excited, proud of myself. And like, I just went up to a couple of the coaches and started like high-fiving them, which is kind of a normal thing in CrossFit. But I went out of my way to celebrate when I kept telling myself, you know, don't, don't say anything like it's cool, but like everybody's, everybody's doing great, you know, but I was like, whatever. I'm like super, super excited about it. Other people in your house, mainly your children and your husband, <laughs> your dog might get excited with you, but sometimes they don't understand. And that is a really good reason why you should be connected with other moms because they do understand. And it doesn't mean that you shouldn't share your joy and your achievements with the people that you love most. But I have found that, you know, there are certain people in my life that share in the celebration of my achievements, my small achievements, my big achievements, and I don't care what they are. I don't care how big or how small, go celebrate them. Give yourself a pat on the back. Like, honestly, I ate that scoop of ice cream. Like I was dang proud of myself. I was like, I don't know, who cares? I'm eating the ice cream, you know? Like, and most of the time it's like dark chocolate with sea salt in it. I will find any reason for that, to be honest. So whatever you can do to celebrate any kind of headway that you're making leaves you feeling that much more encouraged, which continues the momentum. And that is what we are looking to do, right? Okay. Remember that striking a balance and trying to figure these things out really does take time. It takes a lot of fine tuning and adjustment. So be patient Stay focused on what you're really trying to accomplish. 
Look at what kind of momentum you are trying to build. Look at that rat race that you're stuck in and be strategic about how to get out of it. I hope so much that this episode gives you a little bit of inspiration and a little bit of that momentum that you have been looking for. I'm super excited to meet you back here all week next week. Every single day, me and you hanging out, pop them earbuds. I will see you bright and early 7 a.m. Eastern time right here on the Systemize Your Life podcast. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves? I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.